The information provided by Monroe Partners is general information and is for educational purposes only. The podcast is not intended to include or constitute as financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from a licensed professional advisor before making any investment decision. The views held by Munro Partners are current at the time of recording and are subject to change. Information about the Munro Funds is available at munropartners.com.au. Munro Partners is a corporate authorised representative of Munro Asset Management Limited, AFSL 480509. Hello and welcome to the Invest in the Journey podcast. My name is Taylor Brie Casey and it is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to our Meet the Team series. Where once a month we'll be releasing an episode that is a deep dive on one of our team members at Munro. To kick us off, I'm sitting down with operations analyst Josh Watts, who's got a story of football to finance, but also loves a sauna session and a few episodes of Love Island. Welcome, Josh. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Taylor. Truly is a pleasure. Thank you for being the first person uh, in the hot seat. I'm very much looking forward to getting to know you a little better. Let's uh, let's start from the start. You have a pretty interesting background. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your story? Yeah, so born and raised down in God's country, down in Hobart. Um, <laughs> had a great upbringing, uh, great family, um, and, you know, spent all my schooling down there. I uh, was lucky enough to get drafted into the AFL as an 18-year-old. Spent a couple of years up at the Brisbane Lions um, under Justin Lepage. Unfortunately, so- my career didn't pan out as I'd hoped. But uh, after that, um, started working in finance at uh, very various different roles, um, but still had the itch to play elite sport. So I went over to the United States and studied and finished my degree over there and played American football for the last two years. Let's unpack that timeline a little bit more. So you went from playing football in Brisbane to Colorado. Can you tell us the transition of how you ended up from one place to another? Yeah, so basically, I guess, after my days were done in Brisbane, I still had the itch to play elite sport at some level. Not sure what it was going to be yet. Um, So a a guy named Nathan Chapman reached out to me and he sort of knew a little bit about my background Who and he had played NFL for the Green Bay Packers but also played 10 years in the AFL. So he sort of was one of the first people to go and do it. So Um, he's an Aussie. Yeah, he's an Aussie. Mm -hmm. So what he does, he basically coaches up. Uh, punters, so we go over there and kick the ball basically, it's all we do, not that much else, but um, he basically coaches us up um, for about 12 months, 12 to 18 months and basically uh, gets gets the guys full, full ride scholarships over to the United States. So I worked with him after Brisbane uh, for about 18 months and he sorted the opportunity at the University of Colorado Boulder, fantastic institution, got to play in front of 50,000, 60,000 people. Um, in fact, one game in front of 110,000 people. So wow. um, I guess through him and, and John Smith at Pro Kick Australia, they sort of sorted that. Um, yeah, it was a fantastic experience and, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, completely different to the AFL, but uh, very much enjoyed my time over there. So while you were playing footy, you were also studying at the University of Colorado. What was your degree? So I studied economics. Um, they have a great economic department at the University of Colorado. So that's, that's why I sort of went in that direction. And did you have a favourite subject? So my favourite subject was actually the economics of inequality and discrimination um, taught by Mr. Jeffrey, or Professor Jeffrey Zacks who did his undergrad and postgraduate at Harvard University. So to learn from a guy who was uh, incredibly intelligent was a fantastic opportunity but just a fantastic 
class that will I'll remember I, some of those teachings for the rest of my life, no doubt. And I have to ask what everyone will be thinking. Is the college experience anything like the movies? It was better. It was better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it is. So the University of Colorado, uh, fantastic academic and sporting history, but is also well known for its partying. So, um, yeah, there were some good times over there, but uh, very much very much missed miss Australia and the, and the warm weather over here. So I was keen to get back once I'd graduated over there. Had you heard of Munro while you were over there? Or I guess my question is, um, how did you find this opportunity at Munro? Yeah, so I, I actually hadn't. Um, I still wasn't sure if I was going to move back to Melbourne or stay another year and complete a master's over in the US. But um, once I made the decision to uh, come back to Melbourne, um, I guess just was looking through potential opportunities on LinkedIn and, and came across Munro Partners and quickly from there did, did a lot of research and you know, I just felt it would have been a fantastic opportunity. Read a lot of the backgrounds of especially, you know, the founding partners, Nick, Ronnie and John. So that I guess that's how I was sort of introduced to, to Munro. And I said in the intro that you your title is operations analyst. Can you tell us what that means? Yeah, so the ops team, we basically act, I guess, as a support network, network to our investment team, um, whether that's, you know, trade settlements and making sure they go through, uh, reconciliations, month-end reporting, and I guess as of late, um, a lot of performance reporting and trying to up, 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 up our game in that area. So that's what we're sort of really focusing on as an operations team, really being able to support our investment guys at a high level. Um, but on top of that, also trying to improve our current processes, automating things, streamlining things. And for anyone who might be interested in taking this path, could you maybe tell us what your average day would look like? Yeah, so... Uh, Starts early, I get up early and I'll look after and so basically all the trades that happen the night before that our traders will do. Um, I'll send off the swift details that gets done at the US close, so 4pm over in New York, um, which is 8am here. Then we construct our PCFs, which is our daily pricing for our ETF funds. And then for the rest of the day, I guess we do a lot of swap so equity swap, uh, manual instructions, option instructions that we need to send to our administrators. Um, but also on top of that, we reconcile each fund against our administrators. So that's the NAV reconciliations that we do and we do for every fund every day. And on top of that, just ad hoc inquiries that we get, um, which could be related to trades, um, cash, you know, various cash breaks or reconciliation breaks. So it, could, it really varies. And on top of that, what we've added lately is a lot of performance reporting and analytics. Yeah, fantastic. What a, It's a really varied role. Could you maybe talk through some highlights and potentially some challenges that you face? Well, I guess the first highlight is we have a fantastic operations team um, led by Sam now, which is very enjoyable. But also we're really trying to improve our efficiency and processes. So, and that enables our team, I guess, to get hands-on and learn different skills, whether that's coding, automation skills, things like that. But with that, it obviously comes with its challenges because I don't think any of us did an IT degree. No. Um, so picking up coding and things like that, uh, I guess, is, is a challenge, but um, will definitely help the investment team and Munro in general in the future being able to automate and streamline our processes. So you do have a degree in economics, but you are doing a little bit of additional study. Can you tell us what your academic aspirations are? Yeah, so very fortunate enough that Munro are very supportive of uh, outside study and furthering your education. So 
I will be undertaking my CA course here at Munro. But in addition to that, looking to potentially do an MBA down the track as well, which Munro are supportive of both. So I'm very lucky to be here and and, and in a supportive environment. Fantastic. You'll be very busy. Very busy. Yeah, (laughs) looking forward to it. So I appreciate you've divulged a lot about yourself so far, but can you tell us maybe one thing that nobody knows about you? I guess everyone at Munro now knows, but I do have a twin brother who is a software engineer at NAB. So we're very close. We live together um, and we're pr- pretty much best mates. So That's that's awesome. We actually have quite a few twins at Munro. Yes, yes, we do. Yes. Uh, brilliant. To end, can you tell us what was your first investment? So Professor Jeffrey Zacks at the University of Colorado told me your most important and your first investment needs to be in your human capital, which is your education. So my first investment, I guess, was uh, – the ability to move over to the uh, United States and, and study over there and be exposed to that type of learning. So I guess that was my first and most important investment. That I think Munro is very happy about that investment. Appreciate it. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, coming and sitting down and telling us a little bit about your story. It's been great having you. Awesome. No, thank you for having me. It's, a, it's been a pleasure. 